Welcome back to Straight to DVD. Hello, hello, hello. We are back. Hey guys, welcome back. Thanks for joining us. Thank again. you for being here. Or for the first time. Yeah, maybe this is your first episode, in which case, thanks for joining us for the first time. We're going to talk about movies again. And this time, we're going to talk about the Marvel Cinematic Universe as a whole. We started with Endgame, but it's only fair if we talk about all the things that brought us to that. So that's what we're going to do today. Sounds like fun. It does sound like fun. I'm ready for it. So, as we know, uh, there are 22 films. Which we didn't know. Which we didn't know. We thought it was 23... I guess technically it is 23 because of Spider-Man Homecoming, or Far From Homecoming, or Far From yeah, Home. Yeah, Far From Home yes. coming. Yes. Well, maybe 24. Is it 20? Is it? No, I think it's the 23rd. Is it? Whatever. Let's check. It is 23. I'm pretty sure it's We still don't know. It doesn't matter. There's a lot of movies. <laughs> there are a lot of them, and some of them are better than others. Yeah. There were like five Rambos, and people thought that was too many. Yeah. And then Marvel comes around, they're like, fuck, five movies. We're going to make... 20 plus and they're just gonna keep coming yeah can't wait for it cannot wait for it well it's a lot of movies to get through so i think we're gonna probably spend more time on others than we do certain ones like for instance maybe we won't talk about thor the dark world what too much why not well because it's pretty terrible (laughs) i've never seen it you've never seen it Consider yourself lucky because it's probably the worst film in the cinematic universe of Marvel. At least not in my, just in my the opinion. cinematic universe just, as a whole. Uh, just, <laughs> just the all. entire Hollywood cinematic <laughs> universe. It is pretty god awful. Um, it was like it came out in that in like early phase two and like the weird gritty stage of like uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, and Ant Man and Iron Man three, and then you have Thor because it was like. You had Iron Man 2, and you had Captain America 2, and then you had Thor The Dark World, and, like, they tried to take it in this weird, gritty, like, look, but it's, like, so ridiculous, because there's, like, dark elves and shit. I don't know what a dark elf and is. He's, they're bad guys. <laughs> and they, like, shove stones in their, like, heads, and they become big dark elves. Like Infinity Gems. Uh, sure. Yeah, okay. yeah. In- infinity, like, brand, like... Yeah. Wood, whatever. They're like little pieces of wood branches. I don't know what the hell they stick in them, but it's so dumb. <laughs> We've already spent too much time. Yeah, on yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. This movie does not deserve this much uh, talk. Should we it. just talk about that for the rest of the episode? Sure, we can. I mean, see, this is the, what's funny about Thor: The Dark World is it's like largely regarded as the worst one, but it's important because it's where the Power Stone comes in, like the Ether oh, shows up. Yeah, that's why they he goes back in time in to Endgame the to the Dark World. So it's like the fucking Russo brothers made the movie important. Yeah, that <laughs> sucks. Doing that. Um, it's the movie where Thor like loses his mother. Um, We're still talking she, she about does. this. We are. L- 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 yeah. Okay. Well, fuck Thor: The Dark World. <laughs> that's. that's and if I was ranking all the films, it would be at the bottom. For, it is at the bottom for me. I have a little ranking thing right here. The movie's it's, bad. In my rankings, it's in. It's at the um, movies that I didn't see. Great. So, I guess that's the bottom. Yeah. Sure. All right. If you didn't see, it was probably bad. Yeah. Uh, I only see good movies. Of course. Obviously. Which is why we're here. We yeah. only talk about good movies. Yeah. Which is why we're talking about Thor the Dark World. Uh, <laughs> Let's talk about the good ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay, do you want to like talk about maybe like top five or, or, or top ten or, or our favorites at least? I like top five. Let's, do top, like let's people, do top five. People like lists. Let's okay. Go ahead. Let's let's hear let's hear your let's let's go backwards in order. So let's hear your fifth favorite. My fifth favorite. Yes, if you have if you have. I think fifth favorite. I'm gonna go with. The first Avengers movie. Lovely. That's a good pick. It's a good start, yes, right? Yes, the first Joss Whedon one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, number four, uh-huh. I'm going to go Thor Ragnarok. Yes. Which a- is... Excellent pick. Should be Thor the Light World. R- right. Because it's, it's colorful. It, it's so colorful and yeah. full of personality, <laughs> unlike Thor um, the Dark World. <laughs> uh, number three, mm-hmm. still, going, still going backwards, I'm going to go... Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Infinity War mm-hmm. on this one. Mm-hmm. I liked Inf- Infinity War; it was a good one. Uh, number two, I'm gonna go with Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise! Yes, the yeah. best the best picture nominated Black Panther. <laughs> yeah, for those of you that don't know, I consider myself a Black Panther. A Black Panther. <laughs> 
Uh, at number one, I'm going to go with Captain America Civil War. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, excellent we don't have to talk about any of those movies. No, no, no. I just think, know that I like them. I think it's 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 insightful and interesting to get uh, you know an idea of of what we like in this cinematic universe and what what works for us. Uh, I guess I'll give my five now, and then we can talk about any overlap. Nobody asked. Nobody. Right. No. Who cares? Really. Yeah. Hey. So, Mike, what what's your what's your top five for Marvel movies? <laughs> well, um, I've rewatched a lot of them recently since I knew we were going to be talking about them. And did your homework? I did. I I attempted to, and yet I we still don't know if it's twenty two or twenty three movie. <laughs> I think it's twenty four. <laughs> it will be twenty four next year with the Black Widow prequel. Whatever they're doing with that. We'll talk oh, about that later. Screw sweet. that. We don't have to talk no, about we, that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone's favorite character, Black I'd Widow. Rather, I'd rather <laughs> talk about Thor the Dark World. <laughs> so my my fifth... Or, okay, I'm, this is what this is how I've had it for a while. Um, it's They're a bit malleable, but I'll just say what I have here. They probably change a little bit. My fifth favorite uh, uh, is Captain America Civil War, which I really enjoy because I think... Part of the reason I enjoyed it is I think it's a very important uh, start of the arc to the Avengers breaking up and how it leads into the final two Avengers films. Were we um, supposed to give reasons? We didn't have to. I just feel c- compelled to. Or we can go back. You want me to just list the five and then we'll, we'll come back? No, you can keep doing this. Oh, I just, okay. I'll, I feel I'll give like you a little I, snippet. I feel like I didn't do my homework. No, 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 no. It's fine. We can go back to your five as well. We don't after. have to. Okay, great. All right, keep telling us. All right, anyway. Well, yeah. No, I, I just... I think it's like... It, the movie introduces a very interesting problem, and I think it's this idea of like vigilant vigilanteism. Is that even a word? It is now. Sure. Um, and it's like, do words matter? Right. And it, it, you know, Danny Jr. Stark has this whole uh, sort of cornerstone of why he signs the accords, being like, well, you know, we have to be kept in check. We don't do this out of, like, personal, passionate reasons. Yeah. And the writers do a great job towards the end of putting him in this corner where it's like, well, holy shit, uh, this guy killed your mom. Yeah. And he has that line. He's like, I don't care. Sure. He, he killed, killed my mom. mom. Yeah. And it's just like, ah, shit. It's yeah. like, well, yeah, I guess, yeah. you know. Sometimes I would you, got a, you got a vigilant, you know. You, you if, got a vigilant. If someone kills your mom, if someone <laughs> kills your mom you got a vigilant. Should put that on a T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> on the front, if someone um, kills your mom, on the back, you got it. <laughs> but you know, I just think it 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 puts that character in, in a very difficult position. It puts Cap in a very difficult position, and like what their ideals are, and it like puts them head to head. And the movie doesn't even really have an answer about like who's right and who's wrong. Yeah. So I think I, I like it a lot for that reason. It's as much an Iron Man movie as it is. Right, it could a Captain America. It could be movie. called Iron Man Civil War, yeah. easily. But or anyway. it could just be Avengers Civil War. I mean, right, right, you, right. It is an Avengers movie, essentially. Right, it's not really like folk. I guess it kind of is focused on Cap, but in that movie, like, I mean, you're getting everyone. We get introduced to Spider Man. We get introduced to Black Panther. Black Widow's in it. Hawkeye's in it. Right. Uh, Ant Man is in it. Uh, the Falcons in it. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's not just about right. about Cap. You know, right. it's about everyone else as much as it is right. about him. So that's my that's my fifth favorite. Uh, number four, which lines up with you, is Thor Ragnarok. Thor four. Thor. Well, well it's is Thor, Thor three, three, but it's ranked four. Right. It's ranked. Yes. We'll just confuse everything. <laughs> <laughs> um. I I love it for similar reasons that you do. I think it is an extremely vibrant and colorful film. It's a lot of fun. It's funny. The action's really good. It's the first time I think they've used Thor's character appropriately, which I think we talked about uh, in our Endgame. Uh, episode a little bit like he is a funny character and Hemsworth himself is a funny actor and it took Taika Waititi to like suss that out of him so it's great the movie's hilarious um number great use of music too absolutely that fantastic that opening scene with, with, with Immigrant Song yes it's wonderful when they were vetting directors for the third film Taika Waititi did this whole presentation based yeah. around that song to pitch the movie that's awesome and they were like this is fantastic we're, yeah. we're doing this uh so that that's great. I love Thor Ragnarok. Uh, number three, I'm going to say Endgame. Interesting. I'm going to pick Endgame. Over Infinity War? Over Infinity War. And the only reason I'm putting it over Infinity War is because it feels like a complete film to me. Whereas like Infinity War is like, oh, there's a to be continued. Like, that's part one. Kind yeah. Of thing. Uh, it's kind of hard to like almost separate them as movies. They, they are almost... Like one film together, it's like yeah. Kill Bill Volume One and Volume Two. It's like Tarantino considers those one movie. Yeah, I consider so, them too. 
Yeah. <laughs> Kill Bill Volume 1 is better. Yes, I would. I agree. Volume yeah. 1 is better. Um, but there, you know, I liked... The, there was a sort of traditional film focus with Endgame as opposed to Infinity War where it's like there's so many moving pieces in that movie and they work. They do work in Infinity War. But something about Endgame, I think, is a bit more... Uh, my taste, so that's why I, I sort of gave it the leg up over Infinity War. It's was a very unpopular opinion, actually. It is. Uh, yeah, it is. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Hot take. Whoa, goddamn. Yeah, hot damn. Going against the grain here. Number two, which you, I, I know you're going to disagree with strongly. Of course not. Why would you say that? Is the first Guardians of the Galaxy. I disagree. Yep. Knew that was coming. That's my number two. It's the first Guardians film. Um, I think it when i first saw it like i had no idea who these characters were i didn't know what to expect uh, i've kind of been familiar with james gunn's work uh, i just i thought he wrote an, a very a very funny script and i i like watching these movies where these characters come together for the first time and they interact for the first time i think that's like the freshest these things are and so like seeing batista and and chris pratt and zoe saldana and vin diesel and 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 Bradley Rocket Raccoon Cooper. Uh, Can't forget the, the raccoon. No, cannot forget the raccoon. Uh, I just thought it was a really fun space opera-like film. Yeah. Um, so that's number two. And it, when it came out, it was like so different from yeah. everything else. So People I really... loved I guess I suffer from not having seen it when it first came out. Yeah. And having everyone tell me how amazing it was and how much I would like it. Yeah. It's a soundtrack of a Tarantino movie. <laughs> and... It's got the space, like the Star Wars space opera thing, and it's funny, and like their characters who you don't know, and it's like a buddy space movie, and like you'll just love it. Um, and I didn't. I, I fell asleep during it. I thought it was Damn. kind of boring. Ugh. But you've seen you you haven't seen the second one. No interest. Damn. Yeah. Maybe it we should do. We should watch it. It didn't do it for me. Well, okay. Well, we can watch it later. Yeah. 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 Let's, hold on, we're going to put the podcast on pause. We're going to watch it right, right now. now yeah. <laughs> well, let me check back. my calendar first. I think I'm busy right now. <laughs> Anyways, it's number two for me. <laughs> After all that. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. different strokes. To each their own. To, indeed. Right? I mean, some of us are wrong. It's and true. some of us are right. That's true. But I think we're both wrong. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing us to my number one. Uh, Let's this, hear it. You want a drum roll? Yeah, sure, please. Insert drum roll here. Insert drum roll while I tap on my legs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a lot of people's favorite. Um, it happens to be mine. It is the first Russo Brothers MCU film. Oh. Captain America, The Winter Soldier. Um, I think it has the best action out of any Marvel movie in it. It's a lot of practical effect action. A lot of awesome choreography. Mm -hmm. And I just think... That the the overarching story itself of our country and our like military essentially is what it's trying to say being infiltrated by an enemy, which is a little topical at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, I just I think it does it so well, and just on top of that, it it uh, it pits Steve against his best friend, uh, who's brainwashed. And it's just this this great little uh, story, and it's really well written. And it's like one of the first times that the villain is like actually terrifying. He's like a horrible terrorist that yeah. like can't be stopped. Um, so I just I thought that it's it's almost similar. I have an almost similar feeling about it as I do like the Dark Knight. It almost feels like a terrorist movie like more a, than it feels like like a, a superhero, superhero movie. right? Right. Because he's like, you know, Cap is, of course, like a super soldier, and he has these incredible yeah. abilities, but the film is, like, very grounded. Yeah. Like, there's no, like, yeah. space shit, there's no, like, time yeah. stone yeah. magic or anything. Yeah. It's, it's very much like a, like a military ops yeah. kind of government movie. Um, and I, I really, really enjoy it for that reason. Uh, it's also, I think, the movie where he has, like, the biggest character growth, and it's sort yeah. of, like, everything that he thought and, like, held near and dear, like, was just pulled out from... And also, that elevator scene is, like, fucking it's amazing. incredible. Is this the uh, first time we see him uh, after his freezing? Um, no. We see, Avengers is the first. The first Avengers film is the ah. first time we see him after his freezing. Of course. But, but this is uh, this is his first solo movie after yeah. his freezing. Yeah. 
Uh, and you know, it's all about him trying to like get back into the yeah. world. He meets Sam. He's working with Black Widow. Uh, he's like learning to trust Nick Fury. Uh, it's like all these moving parts are yeah. just really, really, really good. Robert Redford plays a great villain in it. Um, yeah, just really exciting film. So that's that's my number one. I noticed uh, Black Panther was missing from your list. It's I I it's funny you mention that because I actually watched Black Panther again last night because um, I didn't have it ranked too highly. It was a lot of people's. It's a lot of people's favorite. Marvel film, and it's, I think, the only Marvel film to be nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. Um, and it I'm was a, a weak year. It was a weak year. A very weak <laughs> it year. It was a very weak um, year. But I'm a big Ryan Coogler fan. Like, the first Creed, like Creed, yeah. is amazing, with Michael B. Jordan and, and Sly Stallone. Yeah. And Tessa Thompson, who's also in, in, in the MCU. Uh, it's just, that, that movie is just, like, absolutely incredible. It's, like, my favorite Rocky movie that's, like, not called Rocky. Um, and so I, I went into Black Panther with very high expectations, very, very high expectations. And it just kind of felt like another MCU movie to me when I first saw it, watched it again last night, enjoyed it way more than I remember the first or go second around. time. Yeah. The first go around or, or I've, I've seen it a, a couple of times prior to last night, but I, I enjoyed it way more last night than I did previously. Maybe because my expectations were lower. I'm not sure. I, I liked every... I like paid a lot of attention to his, his camera work. And it's it's a very, very, very colorful uh, film. Yeah. And I, I like almost everything about it except for that final CGI fuckfest fight. That was pretty terrible. We could have done without that. Yeah, it really kind of taints the, the, the film and the sentiment of it for me. Um, but I feel I would, like it's the only. Sorry to, to no, no, cut no, you no, off. no, no, no. You're fine. You're I feel fine. like it's it's the only Marvel movie that kind of that makes audiences uh, question their own. I don't want to say like morality, but like their own sensibilities. In terms, I mean, Michael B. Jordan's character is. is I mean, he, he's wonderful. He's probably the best part of the movie. I would agree. Um, yes, but you know, I mean, his his whole background of you know being a guy who who came from Oakland grew up without his his dad um you know finds out he's in this like royal bloodline in this country in africa and he sees all these you know african-americans and black people all around the world who you know need help that wakanda can offer and uh and prince t'challa and the rest of you know the nation of wakanda are kind of hesitant to offer that help um, and I feel like the whole movie, the way that they play those two against each other is like something that we don't really see from a lot of other Marvel movies mm-hmm. where everything is like a lot more black and white. Like this dude is definitely the bad guy and this dude is definitely the good guy and you want the good guy to win. But in Black Panther, you're, you kind of find yourself at times like questioning like, shit, should I be rooting for Michael B. Jordan in this movie? Like, do I want him to come out on right. top? His, his, his sentiment and his ideal uh, is... I think at its core, the right one, and I think that's part of yeah. T'Challa's arc in the yeah. film is he realizes that he has this idea of what he's supposed to be as a king because it's what his father was, yeah. it's what his grandfather was. But then he realizes throughout the film that he can be the kind of king he wants to be, and in order to do that, the world is changing and he has to change with it, and. Michael, it's 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 very interesting because Michael B. Jordan's character essentially does get what he want at the end. Like T'Challa yeah. does decide he's yeah. like, oh, there's all these oppressed people, and we have the ability to help them, yeah. and it's our responsibility to not sit on the sideline anymore. Yeah. And there is a way to do it appropriately. Like the 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 tragic thing about Killmonger, Michael B. Jordan's character, is that he essentially is right and that it is their responsibility to help but he he's coming at it from a perspective of vengeance yeah. and revenge yeah. and hate um where you know the wakandans realize that is just uh, uh, okoye denai guerrero's character uh has I, I can't remember exactly what the line is but she says you're 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 so full of hatred that yeah. you're like blinded by by what you're trying to do um and T'Challa recognizes that too because there's that lovely scene where they're watching like after he stabs him in the chest they're watching the sunset together and he says maybe we can still heal you yeah and he, it's it's a great line because like you know obviously he's talking about physically but he like means emotionally yeah. he's like maybe we can bring you 
bring you back. Yeah. Um, and Michael E. Jordan has that great last line of like, nah, just throw me in the ocean with our ancestors who knew that death was better than bondage. And it's just like, <laughs> fucking A, bro. <laughs> and then there's that great CGI shot of the two of them on the... Uh... In the mountains in, in Wakanda. Oh, yeah. 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 The CGI in that movie was awful. Yeah, I don't... It's so weird because Marvel CGI is usually pretty, like, on point. Yeah. Maybe they didn't want to give Coogler any money because he's black. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin yeah. Feige, if you're listening, did you not give Ryan Coogler money because yeah. he's black? Oh, <laughs> uh, the black director, he doesn't need money for CGI. No. He could use, you know, technology from, like, 2002. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of... Um, black superheroes. Are you nice excited segue. about? Thank you. Are you excited about? We totally planned that. Are you? Are you excited about Mahershala Ali as Blade? I am. Are you asking me that question because I'm black? N- no. Oh, because I'm a fan of the MCU. Because we're talking about Black Panther. Oh, yeah, I am. I'm pumped for it. I mean, I, I think it, yeah. it was the it was the perfect casting for that role. The decision to bring it bring him back was mm-hmm. was amazing. Uh, I didn't. I mean, me personally, I didn't think that you know we were going to see another Blade movie. I thought that was going to be one Marvel character that they were going to kind of leave in the past and leave out of this whole MCU. I'm not sure if in the comics he ever interacts with with other characters or anything like that. Um, so to see how they're going to bring him in and you know what he's well, going to mean to the universe is going to be pretty exciting. Right, absolutely. I mean, it's the question is like, well, you know, the Blade movies, or at least the Blade comics originally, are very gritty and, like, violent. It's like, oh, it's about a half-man, half-vampire who, like, murders vampires. And it's like, can you do that as a PG-13 movie? Like, is this going to be the first MCU R-rated film that they'll find yeah. a way to weave in? And, you know, it's funny because it's like we have cosmic shit going on and there are aliens and shit and like magic stones and sorcerers and now people are like whoa vampires, vampires? that's weird and it's yeah. like uh, is it is it weird is it weird there's <laughs> time know. travel and space monsters and fucking doctor strange loves circle, <laughs> circles of teleportation dude fuck doctor strange doctor strange yeah that uh, the, the doctor strange movie is visually great but it's like kind of boring and like not it really it is kind of boring it's well yeah it's unless it's, you're like tripping shrooms it's it's all these these freaking origin movies of these characters where it's like it's just a movie to introduce a character and it's all the same shit it's just like oh he has to like find himself now and like learn to be a hero it's like yeah we get it speaking of origin movies yeah we have we have a shit ton of new marvel characters that are going to be introduced in phase four hell yeah brother are we just gonna get eight new origin stories it's gonna. Be, I think it's gonna be a long time before we see the X Men. That because, wasn't my question. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, are well, you okay. are you are you referring to? I'm referring like the to, Fantastic Foursome. N- no, I'm t- I'm talking uh, the Eternals. I'm talking oh, Shang Chi. Okay. Right, talking right, right. Blade. Like, are we gonna get? Are those three new origin stories that we're gonna get? Well, I think I think the thing about Blade. Well, they were smart with how they handled Spider-Man like this, and I will see if they do it with Blade. Uh, you don't really need too much of an origin about him. It's just like, oh, he's just a he's a daywalker who hunts vampires, and I think they can sort of drop us in that effectively, depending on how they want to do it and whatever story they want to tell with it. So, in terms of Blade, like I'm. I think maybe they're just going to like hit the ground running with him. Shang-Chi, I think, is going to be more of a traditional origin story kind of yeah. uh, superhero. Like what they did with uh, with Black Panther and, and Doctor Strange and, and Captain Marvel and Ant-Man. I think it's going to be structured very similarly to that. He's going to be fighting against the, uh, the Ten Rings. Is that what they're called? It's like the... Yeah, yeah. Those are the... Is that the name of the... Yeah. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. The Ten Rings, right. Which are yeah. the, the Mandarin's uh, folks. Okay. The, the terrorists like um, in Iron Man three, which I don't know if you if you saw. No, I've never seen it. It's uh, it's about uh the um the terrorist group, the Ten Rings, um, and sort of that. But the way they did it in that film was a twist. It was just like, oh, it's all a a facade, like it's a televised facade. Yeah. And a lot of people, a lot of the fans didn't like that because it's like, oh, the Mandarin is supposed to be the super powerful like magical terrorist or whatever. But uh, they sort of made him a puppet, like a TV puppet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think with the Shang Chi film, 
Uh, they're going to explore that more. Uh, we might see um, Ben Kingsley again in some capacity. I'm not sure how they'll do that. But, uh, again? Yes, yeah, so in, in Iron Man 3, Ben Kingsley plays the Mandarin, oh, but, but he's, a, okay. he's a professional actor that the actual Mandarin hires. Oh, so Ben Kingsley is doing yellow face. Sure, you could say that. He's big on uh, he's big on that on hopping into different, different races and cultures. Yes, he is. Shout out Gandhi. Absolutely. Oh, that's right. He did play Gandhi. Yeah, there's only he? one man that could play Gandhi. Yeah, and it's Gandhi. And it's a white British dude, <laughs> Sir Ben um, fucking Kingsley. Ben fucking Kingsley. Uh, but he was actually very funny in Iron Man three. Uh, so we and then oh right and the Eternals was the other film you mentioned and I. I'm, I, I think that's gonna f- be like a Guardians style, kind of style yeah. kind of film because it's like it's so weird and I think that I think we're gonna I'm assuming it's going to be a prequel like thing where you sort of learn about Thanos's origins okay because uh, he is he is an eternal if I recall correctly okay I'm not um, a big comic book nerd so I don't know any of this shit or where these people come y- from yes my my extensive knowledge of this is through Reddit comments and oh. and Wikipedia the encyclopedia yeah. Uh, Wikipedia is great. It is great. There's information on all kinds of things on there. Yeah, it's yeah. wonderful. I'm Such looking, a great source. looking at a Wikipedia page right now. I'm always looking at Wikipedia pages. <laughs> uh, so I think maybe of all these these movies, because right, it's those three, and then what? It's the Black Widow, and, Black Widow, and, and, and Thor, Thor four, Thor four, the four, the four, yes, yeah, Love and and, and Thunder, yeah, with uh, female Thor, Lady Thor, Natalie's Portman, yeah, yeah, Doctor Lady Thor. Do- <laughs> Right. Yeah, I hope that's good. Me too. Yeah, got high hopes for that. I one. do. I have high hopes for that one. I'm worried about this Black Widow movie, dude. It's gonna be terrible. Uh, yeah, it's like I don't know. Like, why do we care? And what? It takes place after Civil War, before Infinity War. Like, who gives a shit? What does it yeah, matter? That's the worst time in the MCU. Yeah, time. I really, oh, I really, really, really hope that there's not like some weird after credit scene where like she's trapped in the soul world oh. after she jumps up and it's like oh she's coming back oh man she's still alive she's that, trapped that would be so bad. i would be so ab- agitated agitated <laughs> agitated i really hope they don't pull that shit um damn dude that's we'll see yeah we'll see i mean it i guess it depends on how they're going to do it it's like it's like we were saying in the in the end game episode they should have done this movie before the Avengers, and it should have yeah. been a, a Black Widow-Hawkeye joint film where you learn about their relationship, yeah. which then makes the yeah. what happens in Endgame matter. We're going to get scenes in Budapest, which no one wants. No, who cares? Who cares yeah. what they did in Budapest? The Budapest jokes are better not knowing what happened in Budapest. <laughs> it's, it, then they're going to go back and tell us. Yeah. It's like in the Solo movie when he when we learn how he was named Han Solo. Oh my god, dude. What's your first name, Han? You got any family? No, no, by myself. All right, solo. S O L O, and I yeah. face palmed so fucking hard in yeah. the theater, and I was just like, "This is the dumbest shit." <laughs> As more, I mean, I don't like even care for the Budapest jokes, but their existence is still better. Yeah, not I, knowing what happened in Budapest. I don't know what they were trying to do with like those jokes. Yeah, it's like it's like Budapest all over again. Oh, we're in space now. Yeah. Oh, dude, space is a lot different from Budapest. How do they know how to fly a spaceship in Endgame? They're two people. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I don't know, man. I don't know. All right. <laughs> um, let's uh let let's rewind a little bit. Let's go back to um, let's go back to Spider Man because you talked a little bit about how how perfectly they kind of drop Spider-Man into this already existing universe without yes. giving us a fucking third Spider-Man origin story movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I thought that was great. Homecoming is probably one of my favorite Spider-Man movies. Yeah. And one of my favorite MCU movies. I like Homecoming a lot. It, it was way funnier than I expected it yeah. to be. And Tom Holland, he is... Is he, is he your favorite Spider-Man? Uh, I mean, to- Toby will always be my Spider-Man, but Tom Holland, man. Mm. Tom Holland gets me where, where a lot of actors don't. He's got that juicy booty, too, he, dude. I, I guess so. You see, yeah. You've seen him in those tights? Yeah, uh, I have. Yeah. I've seen him a lot in those tights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in Tom Holland, man, he, in, in, in Infinity War and in Endgame, those were the two times I've, I've cried in the entire MCU, when, when he's... When he's about to get dusted and his and his Peter tingle goes off, <laughs> and he knows that he's 
that he's about to be gone and he starts freaking out. I don't want to go, Mr. Stark. <laughs> That's a good Tom Holland. Thanks, dude. Oh, don't, Mr. Stark. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not ready. I'm not ready to go. I'm on an alien planet. Yeah. Oh man. But that got me fucking. Yeah. No. Some good acting. That got me. That got me teary. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. That... And then he, Tony lands at the beginning of Endgame, and he's like, "Cap, I lost the kid." Yeah. <laughs> that didn't get me as much. No. It's only when Tom oh. Holland is doing stuff. Oh. And then in Endgame, <laughs> when when Tony dies, and and Peter Parker goes up to him, and he's like, "No, Mr. Stark, no, don't go. No, we." We did it, Mr. Stark. No, don't don't go. <laughs> and Pepper Potts is like, all right, he's my husband. I need to talk to him. Can you yeah. move, please? <laughs> I mean, that was the only time I cried in either Infinity War or in Endgame. Oh, really? Dude, What? not even the cheeseburger scene? Dude, fuck cheeseburgers. What? Dude, John Favreau with little Morgan Stark. I know like, the scene. Yeah. I didn't like it. No? I mean, I liked it. I'm going to buy you all, I'm gonna buy you all the cheeseburgers yeah. you want. You know your dad liked cheeseburgers. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that was that is a good, <laughs> stupid reference. Was, I guess I gotta give it. Was you, fucking stupid. Give you because there's one cheeseburger scene in the first yeah. Iron Man. Yeah, I'm um, home now. Give you some cheeseburgers. Yeah, and cheeseburger then, first. Yeah, then we have to wait 12 years for a fucking cheeseburger callback. Was that McDonald's or Burger King he was eating? I'm kind of hankering for a cheeseburger right now. After I could go that. for a cheeseburger. Maybe some Wendy's. We we should get cheeseburgers. After yeah, yeah, this. yeah. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. Great. Do we want to talk about more Marvel movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we should. Yeah. Well, you brought up you brought up uh, Tom Holland, Sp- Tom Hollandays, Spider Man, um, and uh, you want and, some of that Tom Hollandays sauce? Mm, 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 mm. Um, I I I think Toby is my favorite Spider Man. Yeah, Mr. Toby Maguire. Yeah. That's it. That's I think he's my favorite Spider Man. Um. And my favorite Peter Parker. I think that he... I love Spider-Man 1 and I love Spider-Man 2. And Spider-Man 3 is such a meme that I kind of love it these days. Yeah. Even more because it's just like so ridiculous. It's great. If you if you guys aren't following r slash Raimi memes on Reddit, <laughs> you're, you're doing something wrong. Dude, now dig on this. Yeah. <laughs> Pizza time! <laughs> uh, I hate both Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. That's There's, fair. I... I mean, okay, I'll, you know what, I'll, I'll say this. One is not, like, atrocious. One is okay. It's watchable. The the Amazing Spider-Man 2, though, is, like, god-awful. When Jamie Foxx's Electro is fighting him in the power plant, and he, like, bounces off the power converters to the theme of the itsy-bitsy spider, I was like, this is the worst fucking thing I've, I've ever seen. <laughs> and then you saw Thor The Dark World. Right, and I was like, wow, this is the second worst thing I've ever, <laughs> ever seen. Um... No, I, I like uh, I, I like Tom Holland as Spider-Man a lot, and I think that dropping him into Civil War after we've already had... When, when did Civil War come out? It was like 2015, 2016? Civil War, 2016. 2016. May 2016. So, like, we'd already had 16 years of Spider-Man films. People know yeah. this character, they know where he comes from. It's like, yeah. we don't need to see the origin again. We didn't need to see uh, Uncle Ben die. No, we didn't. For a third time. No, we didn't at all. Yeah. Um, With great responsibility... Yeah. Comes great responsibility. Right. Oh no, Peter! I've been shot. <laughs> we didn't need that a no, third we time. Did, we didn't need that. Um, I didn't like how the fucking Thomas Hayden Church was retconned into being the one who killed him in Spider-Man Three. That was dumb. That was dumb. Have you seen Far From Homecoming yet? I have not seen Far From Homecoming. That's the only MC movie I haven't seen yet. I really? hear it's great though. I hear like uh, it's it's I, it's solid. I almost said Kevin Bacon is Mysterio. <laughs> it's <a good laughs> like it's Jake Jill. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know how. <laughs> why Kevin Bacon? How in. you how you cross those two? Um, but yeah, you, I hear it's great. Yeah, home far from homecoming is, is you want it. You want me to tell you about it a little? I bit? mean, I've had the whole thing spoiled for me, so it's yeah. fine. All right. Uh, but Spoiler sure. alert. Yeah. <laughs> far from homecoming, Jake Gyllenhaal, aka Kevin Bacon, aka <laughs> Mysterio, aka whatever Mysterio's name is in the MC universe, before and after. Um, he's a bad guy. He's a bad boy. He's a bad dude, and no one saw that unless you had some understanding right. of who Mysterio right. was. It was. Re- What's the line he has in the trailer where he shows up to fight the big water monster? He's like, "You don't want any part of this shit." Yeah, he's like, "You guys want none of this." It's not habit forming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he defeats the water monster, and then he shoots up heroin. Like, wow. <laughs> Is that I think what, I, I think I kind of want it. Is that what drives Mysterio to be a bad guy? All of the heroin. So if I if I if my information is correct, he has like little bots that fly around and make these like images and illusions and shit. Is that right? Yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's I it's kind of neat how they do it, right? Um, I mean, me personally, I was I was always a Mysterio fan as a as a Spider-Man villain. He was 
you know, kind of in my top three, you mm-hmm. know, dating back to early Spider-Man cartoons and, and the comics and whatnot. Um, so I think like a lot of other Spider-Man fans, I was kind of wondering how they would be able to bring this Mysterio character into the already existing MCU, because you couldn't just have him like come in and, or I guess you could have him come in and, you know, be this sort of magical creature who is, you know, creating all these illusions and whatnot, but, you know, in the Spider-Man kind of canon, he's... Uh, He's he's like a special effects guy in the in the movies, right? Um, so his effects aren't really magic; they're more practical, right? 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 Um, so how they kind of bring that practical nature into Far From Homecoming is with all these. Uh, <laughs> are we gonna keep calling? I it love Far that From joke. <laughs> it's hilarious. That and Doctor Strange love. I really <laughs> no one else likes it except for us. But it doesn't matter what other people think. That's true. Only um, what we think. So they, I mean, they bring it in with these with these drones that I guess were designed at uh, at Stark Corporation when Mysterio and all of his other buddies, who we, you know, eventually meet in the movie, you know, were working for for Tony Stark, and they kind of take that technology for themselves and then use it to um, to make Mysterio seem like a good guy. So. I don't know what his end well, they, goal is. They pull he the. Just uh, wants it's, to, uh... it's basically the plot of the first Incredibles, right? It's like the villain wants to create a threat to make himself look like the yeah, hero. Yeah, look like the hero. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's just it's that plot, uh, but it's I mean it's a, it's a good one and it's it's it works for the Mysterio character, and, yeah. and you know apparently he's like one of the best parts of the movie. I, I have to say kudos to Kevin Feige uh, with picking the two villains for these these solo MCU Spider-Man films, like Vulture and Mysterio, they're like, they're iconic enough of Spider-Man villains, but they're like low tier in terms of threat enough that it works for Peter's character. Because he's yeah. like, he's a, he's he's a, a novice. Yeah, yeah, he's a kid. He's a, he's a novice at doing this. He's still your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, and you can't be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man if there's no neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. And, you know, Vulture is... Uh... He's imposing on his neighborhood. Absolutely. Wow. Dude. Does uh, he leave New York in Homecoming? Um, Spider-Man? Yeah. Or, uh, well, the, they, they have that fight on the plane, and it like crashes in Coney Island. And it's like, there's nobody... <laughs> that's the only time he leaves Queens? Yeah, that's the only time. He goes all the way out to Coney Island. Right, on the plane. And like, there's nobody in Coney Island, and it's like, anybody who's from New York or been to Coney Island knows that it's like mobbed constantly. I, I don't know. Nowadays, there's really no one in Coney Island. What? On the boardwalk? They crash right next to the parachute jump in the cyclone. Dude, it's terrifying out there. There's not a single person in the in the on the boardwalk. There are no there. warriors whatsoever. <laughs> You're expecting someone to to run out of the fire with a red leather vest. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell's going on here? <laughs> um but yeah, I just think in terms of where uh, the MCU Peter Spider-Man character is at, they picked really good like uh, tier villains for him to deal with. I hope they keep him around, man. We don't know what's going to happen. No, I get. Isn't the contract technically up with the Sony? Contract they is have up. To... Sony Sony gave uh, gave the Marvel Studios uh, five movies for the Peter Parker Spider Man character to appear in, and we we got Civil War, Homecoming, mm-hmm. Infinity War, Endgame, Far From Homecoming. Right. That's the five. That's the five. So we don't know what's going to happen Ho- next. Hopefully, they don't jerk. Uh, Marvel around too much yeah. because of how popular it is. They'll probably right. take the character back and give us a fourth reboot of the series. Oh God! With a new Peter Parker. Well, I mean, would that be great? They do want to. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for that. They do. I know they do want to eventually introduce Spider-Man in these Venom movies, and they're making a second Venom movie. That's a terrible idea. Yeah, absolutely. And they're doing a Morbius vampire movie with Jared Leto, who's another Spider-Man villain. He's a vampire. Ooh, there's the Blade crossover. Oh, oh whoa! That is both awesome and fucking terrible <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Hopefully that's not Sony's plan. Yeah, it probably is. Ugh, God. Yikes. Yikes, indeed. Um, Where do we go from here? Ah, I don't know, dude. Another, yeah. to another 11 years of MCU filmmaking. Can't wait for it. I'm lo- I'm really looking forward to Doctor Strangelove and the Multiverse of Madness featuring Scarlet Witchness. What did you follow? <laughs> <laughs> Who in the and, and the, the, the new the new the, doc, the new Doctor Strange movie? No thanks. No, it. Uh, hopefully they make it weird. Oh, it's supposed to be a horror movie. 
Oh, really? Yeah, like an actual horror movie. No thanks. Okay. <laughs> we can add that to the list of MCU movies that I have not and will not ever see. <laughs> These movies print money, dude. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. Have you seen all of them? Except for Far From Homecoming, I've seen every Marvel film. Even Jesus. outside of the MCU, I think I've seen every Marvel like character film. Interesting. Um, I haven't seen yeah. Guardians 2. Mm-hmm. I think I think you'd like Guardians 2. No thanks. Okay. I haven't seen Thor 2. That's... Good, good, goodbye. I've barely seen Thor. I like the first Thor. Okay. It's alright. Alright, let me know. It's got some charm. I haven't seen Ant-Man and the Wasp. I didn't like Ant-Man and the Wasp very much. I like the first Ant-Man a lot. Can I tell you a secret? Sure. I kind of like the first Ant-Man. The, I think the first Ant-Man is great. People don't like it. I don't know why. I, People... Th- I guess because it's a character that they didn't know about. But right. so are a lot of these other movies. Yeah. Um, I guess, like, the idea of a superhero who gets super small and super strong, like, scares people for some reason and, like, <laughs> is, like, feels like a personal attack on their masculinity and they <laughs> are, like, way too afraid to admit that it works as a superhero movie yeah. or a superhero in general. But I, I thought the first Ant-Man was kind of dope. No, I like it a lot. I think it's really, really funny. I think Paul Rudd is great as the character, and I think it's this wonderful little self-contained heist movie. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not... Cr- I'm kind of, like, tired of the villains of all these origin movies just being, like, mirror copies of the hero. It's yeah. just like, oh, Yellow Jacket, he's just bad Ant-Man. Yeah. Or, like, Killmonger, he's just bad Black Panther. Yeah, we were connected in some way, but, right. you know, a slight difference made me go bad and you go good. Right. And the whole premise of uh, Yellow Jacket being evil in Ant-Man is that wearing the suit has made him crazy, except he doesn't wear the suit until after mm-hmm. he goes crazy. Yeah. So it like, kind of doesn't make sense. Um, but I like it. I think it's visually great. I think they do a lot of fun stuff with the character. Um, and the CGI is really good. Yeah. It. Well, it was a white director. Oh, that right. So they gave him much bigger they, of a budget yeah. than Ryan Coogler. Oh, sorry, Coogler. <laughs> we gave all the CGI money to the white yeah. Oopsie. Yeah. Uh, you, you have to hire real rhinos. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, so I haven't seen Ant-Man and the Wasp. Haven't seen Captain Marvel. Ugh, I did not like Captain Marvel. Yeah. I just thought it was it was boring and, like, she's not really that interesting of a character and, like, she doesn't really change over the course of the film. And it's like, the Russos, I think, seeing how she's utilized in Endgame 2, I think it it's attributes to that. Because, like, what do you do with her character? She's supposed to be the super fucking powerful being. It's like, whoa, how do we make Thanos a threat? I uh, get her out of the movie until the end. Yeah. Well, that is also due to the fact that they the wasn't the Russo brothers whoever whoever wrote Endgame and oh and right Infinity War they were they were writing them at the same time before Captain Marvel and this was before Captain Marvel right. and the Black Panther movie came out so they didn't really know how to incorporate these two characters into a movie that would come out after their origin story so like they could have had like all the like Captain Marvel do all this shit and then you know, the origin movie comes out and we realize that none of that would make any sense for her character. So to have her kind of go away and then come back makes more sense in right. terms they, of they, how they were doing it logistically behind the scenes. Right. They um, actually didn't know what her character was and they yeah. were like, we can't have her in the movie. We can't have her in the movie because we might just ruin the character. <laughs> right. It would more. make no sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, she would never do that. No, she doesn't shoot lightning from her toes. Right. <laughs> Although, like, it I explains was, in the origin story that she explicitly never does that. I was I was watching Infinity War, uh, and like Thor when he gets Storm Stormbringer Stormbreaker whatever the hell it's called, and his like tree handle axe. Yeah, he's yeah. like flying around destroying Thanos' ships. When they introduce Captain Marvel at the end of Endgame, it's like she shows up to destroy Thanos' ship, and that like gives the heroes the yeah. upper edge. Why doesn't Thor just do that again? Ooh, because we we needed the shot of all the women on screen at one, t- at that's one right, time. That's right. It was very important. Yeah. If they had Thor fly through the ship and then we give him the stones... Right. It would be a sexist movie if we didn't yeah. have that shot. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, Thor, how are you going to get through? He has help. Right. And then all of the females go <laughs> and help fat Thor. Yes. It'd Maybe be... that's why he couldn't fly through. He was too fat. He was too fat and he can't yeah. fly anymore? Yeah. I didn't even think about that. That's brilliant. It's genius. Wow. Yeah. Dude, there's layers. I would love to have seen a scene where he tries to fly and he like gets up a little bit and then he like falls back down. With his gut hanging out right. of his suit. And he needs both the hammer and the axe yeah. to, to like one. 
Um, I think those are the only ones that I haven't seen. Yeah, and I have yeah, no interest not. in seeing any of them. Yeah, you've not, you're really not missing too much. I've uh, fallen asleep during half of these movies. Well, oh, so I've honestly, never, I've never seen the Edward Norton Hulk. It's not that great. Yeah. It came out right after Iron Man. Yeah. Uh, and it's so, a like, shame they had to really keep Edward theirs. Norton around. I liked him as Bruce Banner. I mean, I like Ruffalo's Banner, too, but I yeah. thought I, I would be interested to see how Ed Norton fit in with the whole squad. Yeah. But he, like, didn't want to sign a multi-film contract, and they were like, oh, that's the whole point of what we're doing, so yeah. fuck off. I mean, I, I couldn't see Edward Norton being a part of something like no, this. Yeah, I don't think so. He needs to go off and, like, pretend to be a good actor in, in right. indie movies and, and such. Right. Have you and seen Death to Smoochie? Love Death to that's Smoochie. maybe my favorite Ed Norton. <laughs> I haven't seen it in years. <laughs> We should do an Edward Norton episode. Dude, I would love to do an Edward We should do a Death to Smoochie episode. Fuck yeah. Fuck. That movie is so bizarre. I love that movie. Fuck yeah. Um, well, we talked about most of these MCU movies and a lot of the ones that aren't even in the yeah. MCU and what we're excited about. We uh, didn't talk about the first Avengers. Oh, I haven't oh. seen Age of Ultron. Oh, Age of Ultron is pretty forgettable. Okay. Um, it seems like I skipped the right it, ones. It was just... You did. You definitely did. It was just like... It was... I feel about Age of Ultron sort of similarly to how I feel about Guardians 2. It just felt like the director of the first one, like Whedon and Gunn, respectively, like there were things that worked, and then it was just like that overloaded into the sequels, and it was like, okay, I'm like watching a director do something and a writer do something rather than watching the movie. Um, So like Age of Ultron was just like, there's so many jokes, and it's just like felt overstuffed, and like they sort of like didn't really utilize the Ultron character correctly. And I'm not... Not that I'm against, like, CGI villains. Like, they did Thanos very, very well. But, like, Ultron is just like, oh, he's just a big CGI robot, and it's a big CGI army at the end that they're fighting. It's like, who really cares? Uh, yeah. Um, I'll pass. Yeah, it's fine. We didn't talk about the first Avengers at all. I like the first Avengers. I love the first Avengers. Yeah. I like I that's what it's the same reason that I like Guardians. It's like I like these early movies where these characters first interact. Yeah. Um it's like very exciting cuz I remember I saw it at midnight in theaters when it came out in 2012. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Midnight showing. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, and I I was like, "Oh, there's Iron Man." Yeah. Woo! Oh my god, there's Captain. <laughs> Clark Gregg is he, he's dead. Nick Fury's lying to them. You know when it makes sense? They've, like, known Agent Coulson for, like, 12 hours, and then he dies, and they're like, we gotta avenge him! Yeah. We are the Avengers! Why? I don't know. Like, who gives a shit about Coulson? Yeah. Well, yeah, those baseball cards. That's true. Yeah. Covered in blood. Nick Fury's just like, he never did get you to send them. <laughs> and Captain America's like, I gotta avenge. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, Avengers is dope. And, no, I mean, it is. At, I like at, it. At the time, it was... I mean, it was extremely ambitious to bring together characters from three existing movies, mm-hmm. let alone, like, 18 different movies. Right, the way, like, right. We look back on it now. It's, from, like, so you know, small scale now. From Endgame and Infinity War, and we're like, Psh, first Avengers, that's, that's nothing. It's like, whoa, that's eight th- actors in this movie? It's yeah. like, now you have, like, 36? It's yeah. like, what the fuck? That's insane. How that is we, insane. How did we get there? I don't know. But the first Avengers, I mean, it, I think it still holds up. The, no, it's The good. battle it's in, really in New York is one of the best action sequences in the entire mm-hmm, MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, Hawkeye kind of gets shafted in that movie, because they don't really know what to do with him, so he's just like a Loki puppet yeah. for the first like hour and 45 minutes of yeah, it. Yeah, we probably could have had that movie without Hawkeye. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I like to rewatch that New York battle. And see if I can pinpoint my apartment and whether or not I <laughs> I would have been crushed by a giant space eel. Um, I think I would have. Absolutely. How, did, how many people do you think died in that battle? At least trillions. <laughs> if I had to guess. Trillions of people died. <laughs> in midtown Manhattan. In midtown Manhattan. <laughs> From Grand Central in the Chrysler Building east for about ten blocks. That's probably trillions of people. Yeah, easily. Easily. If not more. Just getting absolutely yeah. crushed. But imagine just sitting in your apartment, you're just hanging out, you're watching God knows what, maybe the first Spider Man. You're, you're movie. watching the You're watching the Avengers and all of a sudden a you're fucking watching the Avengers movie. And then a fucking <laughs> giant space eel flies through your through your apartment building. Yeah. Like that sucks. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like that scene in Spaceballs when it's like, what are we watching? We're watching the movie. Yeah. When? Now. Yeah. 
just like you see your apartment and you're just like why am I watching what, my apartment a fucking eel comes and kills you <laughs> oh that's it's what like I... that's right it's this scene yeah. <laughs> oh, oh I'm dying now I shouldn't have been here right now <laughs> this sucks um yeah dude yeah the MCU I mean I, I I always think about that when I'm watching these movies just like what's what's the price that we have to pay for these dudes saving the world when you know all of these people are, are dying and hundreds probably not trillions maybe more like maybe a couple dozen thousand people are dying oh, in definitely. midtown Manhattan yeah. and then on top of that to rebuild the Chrysler building and Grand Central Grand Central has a fucking space eel just go right through it mm-hmm. yeah. you know how much money it's going to cost to renovate Grand Central New York is completely destroyed it's an iconic piece of architecture yeah it, like how, how are we going to rebuild that and at the end of the day we're, we're, at the end of the movie everyone's just like well thank god we saved the world yeah time for shawarma <laughs> yeah let's get out of here no one cares that, yeah, it's like, that Manhattan has just been well that's kind of what Civil War like the Accords are about right yeah it's just like oh we need some accountability yeah because like are you really helping yeah and that's like what Batman is about too yeah, yeah essentially the whole yeah cool yeah well we talked about almost every MCU movie yeah uh, Not enough Thor Dark World. No. We'll get to that next time. God, yeah, we'll have a, a, a two and a half hour Christmas special episode. About Christmas <laughs> special on about Thor the, the Dark, Dark World. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, the MCU, it's thriving. It's going to continue to thrive. Yeah, we'll probably have more episodes on it. We could talk about it for days. Yeah. Yeah. It's a damn shame. It's a damn shame. All right, guys. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining. Yeah. Not sure what we're talking about next time. Yeah. But. Maybe we'll we'll probably stay on this whole superhero train. Yeah. Talk about some non-MCU films. Ugh. Perchance. We'll see then. We'll see you then. Thanks for joining us. Deuces! Still need better sign-offs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>